Media Network. I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today we're talking about an icon who revolutionized the old Hollywood system. You probably know her best as Melanie in Gone with the Wind, but she did much more than that. Meet our pioneer of the day, actress Olivia de Havilland. Olivia was born in Japan in 1916 to British parents. She was the eldest of two sisters, both of whom dreamed of becoming stars. Olivia's mother, however, was more supportive of Olivia and made her younger sister use a stage name so there wouldn't be two de Havilland's in Hollywood. Olivia's younger sister, Joan de Havilland, became better known to history as Joan Fontaine, another major star of Hollywood's golden era. The sisters were both quite successful, making them the only set of siblings to both win an Academy Award for Best Leading Actor. But their relationship was contentious. They engaged in a lifelong public feud. The two finally stopped speaking to each other entirely in 1975, after Joan wasn't invited to their mother's funeral. Are you talking about my sister? And and I'll just tell you that she is a lion, and I am a tigress, and they don't get along. Joan passed away in 2013, while Olivia is still living. Over the course of her career, Olivia de Havilland appeared in 49 feature films. She was one of the go-to leading ladies in the golden age of old Hollywood. But perhaps her greatest legacy in Hollywood was her impact on the less glamorous side of the business. During Hollywood's early years, the studios held all the power. Actors were signed to years-long, often onerous contracts that left the fate of their careers to the whims of a single studio. Today, actors generally sign on for a single movie or for a series of connected movies. But actors in early Hollywood were essentially owned by whichever studio had signed them to a general contract. Even top stars had limited say when it came to the movies and roles they were cast in. In 1943, Olivia was just finishing off a seven-year contract with Warner Brothers when she was informed that six months had been added to the end of her contract to make up for time that she'd been suspended due to an emergency appendectomy. At the time, the studios believed that they could legally suspend contracts for rejecting a role for any reason, including medical reasons, and that the period of suspension could then be added to the end of the contract. Most actors accepted the system because they had little choice. Others, including Betty Davis, had tried unsuccessfully to challenge it in the past. On August 23, 1943, Olivia sued Warner Brothers in California Supreme Court to get out of her contract immediately without working those additional six months. She argued she wasn't bound by her Warner Brothers contract because an existing section of the California Labor Code forbade an employer from enforcing a contract with an employee for longer than seven years from the date of first performance. The decision, which was upheld in an appeal, was one of the most significant and far-reaching legal rulings in Hollywood. California's resulting seven-year rule is still known today as the de Havilland Law. Olivia's victory, which cost her the equivalent of about $200,000 in today's money in legal fees, won her the respect and admiration of her peers, and even the eventual begrudging respect of some studio heads. Even her sister, Joan Fontaine, who we know wasn't Olivia's biggest fan, said Hollywood owes Olivia a great deal. While the legal battle briefly infringed on her ability to work, 
Olivia came back from being blacklisted with her most successful performance. Two years after her case, she signed a new deal with Paramount Pictures. And during the course of that contract, she made the film To Each His Own and won the Oscar for Best Actress. Now if I can have the uh, envelope. Olivia to have And so for the second time, Olivia de Havilland walks up to this platform to get an Oscar. Today, Olivia de Havilland lives in Paris, and at a sprightly 102 years old, continues to be fabulous. Though many actors in the film industry today may be entirely unaware of it, they continue to owe this pioneer a great debt for taking on the system and winning. We're taking a break for the weekend, but tune in on Monday for the story of another incredible pioneer, Geraldine Ferraro. Shout out to the one and only Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and the brain behind this amazing collection of women. Talk to you on Monday.